The Hump, episode 40. The best of beer, the worst of beer. Tonight, we're going to be talking with Alana Gwinner and asking the most important question that Chad has in the year 2021. When is it okay to go back to Boulevard? That seems like it's the, the most important question for you this year, I think, right? It's one of them. Welcome to The Hump, your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. And Chad Beeland. And tonight we have round two with a guest. It's been about two years since we, and actually I saw pictures. It was, I think, opening day of the Royals or close to that we had this guest on two years ago because all the pics I saw, I was working on the newsletter and. Yeah, it was cold. I remember that. Yeah. So it must have been like April. Yeah. Yeah, because it's still cold and it's freaking mid-May at this point. So, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But we've got Alana Gwinner with us tonight. Alana is the propri- proprietor. I even haven't even had a glass of beer yet. I can't even say the word proprietor. Alana is the proprietor of 113KC, where she currently writes reviews, journals, and keeps our community up to date on the local craft beer scene. Really where you can find her stalking many beer people is on Facebook. So I've seen a lot of her on <laughs> Facebook sharing love of a lot of the breweries and, you know, keeping us up to date. Alana, welcome back to the show. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Yes, yeah, So glad to have you back on the show. So before we start answering Chad's like ultimate question, we can make this a five minute show and just ask you the question when it's okay to go back to Boulevard. But we have a couple other questions in advance of that. So can I do a quick cheers real quick? Yes. I would like to cheers the CDC. Yes. Because today they announced that if you are fully vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask indoors or outdoors. You can do whatever you want for the most part. I don't know how they're going to track that really, but we'll cheers. You don't that. have to track it. All right. A little cheers to that. <laughs> Clink. Here's the cheers. Freedom. We're back. Some sense of normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's been so long or abnormal seems normal. So now we have to get used to the normal that we used to know. I know there's a normal sitting around my waist that (laughs) I would rather not know at this point. Well, so and I'm so glad you stopped us because I was so excited to get into the questions with Alana. I was forgetting our typical. What are you freaking drinking? Of all the people I want to know what the fuck they're drinking, it would be the two of you. So let's start with Alana with Alana. Alana, what are you drinking? So I made a beer margarita. It is Apex L Works Burliner Vice with some silver tequila and some mango juice. Mm, it looks delicious. It is. It's very, very good. Is that an umbrella? What's it? What's that on the rim? It's a little mango candy with some chili powder on it. You ain't playing. You've definitely stepped it up from what I've seen. I mean, you're, you're cooking. <laughs> you're cooking now with beer. You're doing all kinds of. New and exciting stuff. We're going to have to get into this. Yeah. So the tequila that's Mm -hmm. with the silver tequila. Yes. The 
Yes. What what branded tequila are you favoring there? Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo Silver. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I have a bunch of tequila upstairs now that I can't pronounce because my wife <laughs> got really excited at Cinco de Mayo and said, I want to make margaritas, but don't get get something, get silver stuff that I don't know what it is. So I use Reposado for my margaritas. Reposado? Yeah. Okay. They're all good, though. I'm clearly not an expert on tequila. You just have to know how to drink them. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. And know how to salt the rim of a glass. That's really important. It's optional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are you drinking beer-wise tonight? This is, uh, I I just haven't been to the store in forever. I need to get out more. Dogfish Head, 90-Minute Imperial IPA. Oh, that's a good staple beer, that Dogfish Head. Yeah, it's a pretty good brewery. Yeah, I like Dogfish Head. What's the Sequench? Sequench. Sequench. Yeah, it's a sour. It's a sour. I like that. It's a good summer beer. It is. I'm actually uh-huh. envisioning myself in Florida right now drinking a Sequench. Everyone should picture this. It looks like your basement to me, but. Yeah, I, well, yeah, how true. And you, sir, what are you uh, imbibing? I, I'm imbibing whatever you bring me each week, which this week it's Lagunitas. I should do this as a sponsored segment. Brent's beer is sponsored by Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking the Lagunitas Stereohopic IPA, which is very nice. It was new at the store. I just, I never like to drink this. Well, try not to drink the same beer too often. Yeah, it's very nice. All right, let's do this. All right. so. Alana, we, Chad and I, a couple episodes ago, itching for beer travel. Like Chad just talked about the CDCs starting to share all this good news. We're thinking, hey, we don't have many years left to live. We're middle-aged men. We could drop like a, you know, we could drop of a stroke at any minute. Where, where, if you were to recommend a beer city? And it is American Craft Beer Week after all and all this, too. So it is very timely. If you had to leave the lovely confines of Kansas City for beer travel, where would Alana go? I would go to either Chicago or somewhere over on the East Coast. And I only say that because I've met a lot of really nice, good people through Twitter (laughs) who are in the beer industry who live in those areas. And I would like to go there and have a beer with them. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Chicago's a good beer town revolution. And yeah. 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 Chicago's a good beer town. A little bit of surprising because it wouldn't, I mean, we've been there, right. And it's, it's on the, a lot of the list. The, the one that didn't surprise me as much was some of the East coast of any particular city or just kind of work up and down, work up and down the coast, any sort of region. Probably closer to somewhere between like Vermont and Maine. There you go. Like up. north. Yeah. We actually, we, we take a trip every year with our wives. The four of us, we go to a different city. We just pick another, a new place that we probably would never choose, but just check it out. And Mm-hmm. The last one we didn't go last year because of COVID, but the year before that we went to Boston, spent a day or two in Boston, and then drove up to Maine. And Portland, Maine was incredible. Like, loved it so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the best breweries 
I would probably put it in my top 10 breweries is Trillium, which yeah. is in Boston. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. fantastic. Maine had a cool vibe. All the beer was consistently good, but I, you know, it's not like I'm going to go. It's, it's not like you and I are going to go fill a cooler full of crowlers like we did at dangerous man in Minneapolis Yeah, and bring home like 60 crowlers. Like we did that weekend for Minneapolis. Yeah, but you're, you're fucking in Maine. I mean, you you're sitting are, there I, eating a lobster roll, having a beer. I, like, hey, I'm not going right. to complain about the atmosphere. The thing she just mentioned, though, the state she just mentioned, I'm hoping is our fall destination. <laughs> yeah. Alana, you you've scored major points with Mr. Bowen here. <laughs> is, Ver, is Vermont, Burlington, Vermont is like on the on the list. So. It's so pretty, you know? It is. It's like a picture, painted picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The people are nice, too. People are nice. They yeah. open up the border. We can listen to a bunch of French Canadians. Yeah. I don't know. We might have to close. I think they're going to maybe close the border the other way. But not let us into Canada? Well, Canadians didn't want Americans in last year. and Oh. Now I think they might flip it. I don't think the current administration's about Canadian retribution. I don't, I don't, I don't think don't... it's retribution. It's just their <laughs> vaccination situation's vastly different than our own. Oh, yeah. Not India, but probably different. Yeah. All right. But you're, you scored major points, so Vermont's, Vermont's on there. So Chad and I are also talking about going to Milwaukee. Yeah. Mm, nice. And then the other destination, I'm going to try and... Because they just announced the other day, I'm going to try and sway you. Is October 30th, Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> the Foo Fighters are being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, it, that is so cool. The only way that would be better is if the Chiefs were playing the Browns in Cleveland that weekend. Too. They're not. I, I, they're I was. Not, but, you know, I was hoping that would be pretty awesome. I was hoping. So any, any other thoughts of beer destinations, any place you dream of going to have beer? It just, I love the, I love that you struck up these Twitter conversations. That's awesome. <laughs> also to the UK, I think it would be really interesting to see and like try the beers over there, you yeah. know, like in London. Yeah. You got to pay attention there though. Cause you know, a lot of them are cask. So it's like room temperature. And if you're not expecting yeah. that, you're like, mm-hmm. that's aggressive. That is aggressive. Yeah, at room temperature. Yeah. yeah. I like room temperature here. This is borderline hot. You know, it's London, so there's not a lot of AC oh, and stuff. And if you're there, you know, but it, it's, it can be warmish. Yeah. My first trip to London, we went to visit. So we have family over there and we immediately off the plane, they say, hey, do your kids want to go to the park? There's a pub right next to it. And we're like, sure. And literally the pub or the park was like an extension of the beer patio where it was literally a city park, but there were all the kids were just running around like mad children and all the parents were getting just sauced in the pub next door. I'm like, wow, these are where <laughs> Londoners live. I, I think I'm down. Yeah. I like this city. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a it was a good vibe. So good. Yeah. Very nice choice. Well, unfortunately, we've been dreaming about good things of beer, but one of the things we wanted to chat about with you, because we know you experienced you you actually had a few conversations earlier this year with the pitch. 
or they did some work mm-hmm. around kind of profiling you and some of the the things you've been out in the community talking about with respect to discrimination really in the beer the beer community that's something Chad and I talked about a couple of weeks ago around you know this is supposed to be a tight knit community and there were some things we were highly discouraged about mm-hmm. and just wanted to to ask you kind of what has you you know have you seen any changes really since broadly speaking not necessarily about boulevard but maybe even broadly speaking since some of that came out about boulevard in january of this year have you seen any changes or you or how are you feeling about the beer community right now i have not seen any changes <laughs> i don't know how to throw it out there it's all good men are still men and they're still gonna you know do shit like a couple weekends ago i went to rodney beagle's memorial we you know started at three halves and then worked to call sign and it was my girlfriend and i and we rode together and we were going to leave together but then like these group that we were hanging out with were like no penny can't drive penny can't drive she's drunk and we were like okay well we're going to take an uber or this one guy was like, oh, well, I can drive you guys because he lives in Raytown too. And we're like, and Penny was like, well, no, because I need my car for tomorrow when I go to work. And she was very adamant about it. So she drove herself home, but then he drove me home. And like on the ride home, he whipped his dick out. What? Unprompted. And like there's, I know I was pretty toasty, but I wasn't. I know myself and there's no way that I gave any type of <laughs> prompting for him to do that or anything like that. So oh my God. no, there's no changes <laughs> in this community and it sucks. That's shitty. And I'm sorry. And as a male, I apologize for all of us. We are, <laughs> we are bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's what we were kind of talking about a long time ago. And we kind of went down the path of founders and then we started talking about Boulevard and it's like, maybe we're not the best ones to, to adjudicate this. And, um, you know, we wanted to get somebody else's perspective and that's why we immediately thought of you to have you on. So yeah, that's just really sick and sad and disappointing. I'm sorry. It's, It's very disappointing because I mean, it's supposed to be, you know, a very, look out for each other type community. And, you know, I don't know everything that happened with Boulevard. It was just like, holy shit. But then the, the way everyone kind of like just brushed it under the rug and who knows like how many other incidents there were there at Boulevard or even like anywhere else, you know, like, (sighs) I don't know. That's what's so hard is we don't get the full picture. I mean, we only get the snippets that we hear. I mean, obviously, Boulevard's first response to this was totally insufficient and highly disappointing. I mean, it's not surprising that this stuff happens in the industry. It's just disappointing. But, you know, Boulevard's more or less a local brand, whether or not they're, Mm -hmm. you know. And, yeah, I mean, it kind of breaks your heart a little bit. And for them to just kind of brush it off and say, we did an internal audit and we didn't find anything. Right. Well, that's, that's, what's extremely disappointing to me is that in any sort of environment, 
right? Any sort of industry, any sort of walk of life, you're going to expect potentially a few bad apples, right? Male, mm-hmm. female, gender fluid, they're bad apples. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But the where I find this most troubling is that now you're having all these stories and narratives come out that there's a trend. You're seeing a consistent trend yeah. about bad behavior in a community that likes to promote that it's so damn close knit tight knit. They're like, you know, we're we'll roll up our sleeves and we'll help the brewery next to us. Well, that's all that's all well and good, but then if you're in turn then denigrating your, you know, a female employee or a, a black employee or you know, any sort of, or a patron even. And I remember we were talking, you know, and I, I forget the brewery it's up in North Kansas city when you guys were making the, and we keep continue to promote it on social, the wasp beer that you put together. And then mm-hmm. I, I go into the joint and I, I don't recall your friend's name. You know, she and I got to striking up a conversation behind the bar and she, she was like, well, I'm only going to be here a couple more days. And the reason I'm only going to be here a couple more days is because I'm not treated very well. Right. So that's, that's the kind of thing that just troubles me is that this, this consistency, there seems to be some consistency here. Yeah. 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 You even double down on that near moment, like, because you, you said this happened after Rodney Beagle's memorial. Yeah. So you put, yeah, you put that on the context of the moment too. And, yeah. and I would understand why you would think that men are, we, we're the lesser life form. We're certainly the lesser life form. Yeah. So in the Boulevard thing, what I, I'd loved your perspective, because we talked about this in, in general, but like, okay, their first response was horrible. Then finally, when they got some pushback, all of a sudden, then they decide that, you know, we're going to take action. And they did take some action. But the part that breaks my heart is when like half the employees of the company are like, we believe in this place and this is not acceptable. And if you don't fucking write this wrong, then we're all going to walk out, you know? Right. So, I mean, it's just such a weird angle and I'd love to get your thoughts on that. It is super weird because, you know, you have on one hand, you're like, okay, here is a really large company in Kansas city that, helps put Kansas city on the map and like this really awful thing happened and they handled it really poorly. Now they're coming back because their employees are like, you handled this awfully so awful. But then, you know, and then you have people screaming like, well, you got to support the employees. You got to support the employees and you do. But then it's like, so personally, like I, have not promoted Boulevard. I have not bought Boulevard. I haven't even drank Boulevard since all that came about because I just think about those women. And I think about like, what if that was my daughter, you know, and, and I had someone telling me that I still had to support those employees who worked there. However, those employees who worked there didn't support my daughter when that shit was going on. And that is how, like, how I look at it. Like I want, I, 
want to support them and I support them in whatever decision they're making of still working there. You know, that's their decision. That's totally fine. But like everyone who knew about that and they're still there, like they're still a problem. And that's why I can't personally support Boulevard as a whole. Yeah. So to, to answer Chad's question, then using you as a moral compass, (laughs) what, what in your mind would have to change? Cause I'm having, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm having the same issue with founders. Yeah. And I love founders beer. Like, like Chad and I've waited outside a pizza with Waldo's pizza, because that was one of the few places we could find founders on tap. We waited 90 minutes outside Waldo pizza for the doors to open so we could get some KBS on tap. Right. So I, I love founders beer, but I'm not drinking founders beer right now. So the, the question is, what would have to change in your mind for you to say, you know what, I'll go ahead and buy that sixer of space camper. Or I'll, I'll go ahead and, you know, grab a tank seven. I mean, what, what in your mind would have to change for you to be able to make that for you to make that decision? Clean house. Everyone. <laughs> I know it's, it's so drastic and maybe even dramatic for me to say that but again it goes back to like the people who were there who knew that all that shitty behavior was happening they're part of the problem Mm -hmm. and they should be let go and like just a whole just all new people who've been trained who've gone through you know diversity and inclusion training and sexual harassment training and any type of harassment training just that is what would show like okay we we're actually taking this seriously and we have a whole bunch of new staff and a new you know whatever president whatever ceo but i mean that's asking a lot yeah i mean it it reminds me back of last summer with the blm protests and stuff where basically they're saying you know silence is makes you complicit i mean mm-hmm. You got to speak up. Even if it's not personally affecting you, you got to speak up. Right. So, yeah. And I know like with a couple of the women who came forward from Boulevard, you know, one of them was just like, oh yeah, people would come up to me and say, oh, watch out for so-and-so because they act this way. But a warning's not addressing the problem. You're addressing the symptom. Right. And again, that person knew that that was happening. So why, why are they still there kind of thing? Like, right. Yeah. That kind of advice is awkward anyway, because you're treating, it's like acting like the person that's the aggressors and an adamant object, right? It's like when you got the ride home, it's like, avoid this guy. Well, you probably probably thought it was pretty safe to get a ride home and not knowing that you get a ride home and you get a, you get a dick in the face because you just try to get a ride home. I mean, right. Yeah. They're going to behave badly. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, the good news is the Kansas City beer scene is still pretty robust. There's plenty of other great options out there. It's just, you know, it's kind of like, like you said, I mean, Boulevard kind of put Kansas City on the map beer wise and, uh-huh. you know, you, you expect better behavior. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, oh, can, yeah. you consider Tank 7's far and away is considered one of the best craft beers out there you run any sort of competition or anything and there's a lot of brand equity 
with Boulevard and the in the city. So that's where and that that's the thing. I mean, Alana, you pointing that out about cleaning house. That's one of the things I didn't quite understand in a lot mm-hmm. of the news media coverage. And I think you talk. I mean, cleaning house, that's a standard I'm not sure could ever be quite, you know, quite upheld. But like the praising of bringing John McDonald back mm-hmm. into that role is not one I understood. I understood because. And saying, oh, well, things are going to get better because he's he's back. I'm like, how do we not know he was part of the problem to begin, you know, part of the problem right. to begin with? Yeah. And- and if anything, the last year's taught us bringing more old white guys in is probably not <laughs> the strongest course of action. I mean, as an old white guy, as an old I white guy, guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not proud. You know, we're not old yet. We're nearing old. We're on the path to old. <laughs> we're heading that way. So, well, Alana, you ready to play a round of triple D? Yes. All right. So. For folks who have not joined us before each week, we throw out a scenario. It's most often bad, always pretty much bad behavior. And we have a discussion of whether on whether it's a dick douche or dumbass move. (laughs) And it sounds like this. Most of this episode has been an episode like of triple D. So I think, I think we're just going to lean into, this is like a, like a hate on middle-aged white men. We deserve it. We deserve it. So we're just going to keep, we're going to keep paddling ourselves. And so this week's triple D is going to be believing craft beer is only for middle-aged white guys. Is that a dick douche or a dumbass move? What do you call someone who believes that craft beer is only for middle-aged white guys? I'm going to defer to the expert. Yes. Is that a dick? (laughs) Is that a dick douche or dumbass move? (sighs) Ladies only like to, I'm going to make it even worse. Alana ladies only really like to drink seltzers. Oh my goodness. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Was that middle-aged white guy enough for me? (laughs) I call him definitely a dumbass. Dumbass. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could make a easily a strong argument for all three. Yes. (laughs) It's definitely a dick move. I mean, quite literally in her case. Yes. (laughs) I mean, it's, yeah. I'm going to go with dick just because there's a certain arrogance there that I don't think, you know, belongs. That's, I understand the outright behavior when somebody's in your face about it. I almost think it's a, I'm going to call it a douche move because Mm. there is that belief that i'm a superior being mm-hmm. right middle-aged white guys have this entitlement and this i'm a superior being to everyone else this is the right? first i mean our first two-time guest and then we our first split three ways on a triple d i kind of i kind of think it could be all three quite frankly but uh, yeah kind of like the one time remember we had the discussion about if you're the type of person that sets up a fake charity to steal from people and ultimately when you work through the progression, by the time you work through the entire progression of that scenario, all three existed. Yeah. Like you evolve to Alana's point about the beer community evolving people that Mm -hmm. create their own charity. By the time it's all done, they're all three of those things. So middle-aged white guys in a beer community might be all three through the process of (laughs) 
<laughs> They're definitely all three. Yeah. Hmm. Any final any final thoughts for we dumbass middle aged white guys? <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> any anything else you'd like to mention that we may have missed? You got another beer coming or just the Ube beer? That one. And then I am going to I think there is a group of women who will be brewing a beer too. I don't have many of those details. One of my friends, she's in charge and running with it. And I'm just kind of like, cool, whatever you want. But it's a group of women in the beer community who are coming together to brew a beer. It might be a cream ale. Mm. So be on the lookout for that. There, of, of course, when that's all happening, there will be details there too. But. Double bonus. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was thinking about you when Flying Saucer closed. I, re- I know. Because I remember how, yeah, that group of women that you, you had that were beer enthusiasts and you were kind of, you were working to teach them about beer and everything else from our last conversation. So I kind of shed a tear when, when Flying Saucer closed. Because I remember that's where you guys used to meet, right? Wasn't, that wasn't yeah. the places that you used to meet. So, oh, yeah. Oh, the pandemic has fucked us so much. It's been good for the breweries. <laughs> it's not so good for like, I mean, I'm still shocked Hopcat went out. Yeah. I know. I know the crack fries uh-huh. we're more in the crack fries I had to change the name of those because <laughs> it was I know. somebody actually <laughs> thought there was crack in them like <laughs> fucking a man just uh, go out if you think that all right everybody make sure to follow Alana on Facebook 113kc and she's got a beer she's got beer events coming out things are opening up we're cheersing the cdc alana as always it's so fun to to get to chat with you thanks for i know tonight was a little rough just because we asked you to to get into some deep shit so we appreciate you humoring us in that regard and educating uh, us and educating us yeah in a lot of ways so appreciate you doing that thank you thank you guys for having me on thanks for listening yeah of course Of course. Be sure to come back for part two of our conversation with Alana Gwinner from 113KC, where we're going to be talking about, I know it was all doom and gloom and in this episode. So you want to make sure to come back for part two where we talk to Alana about what has her encouraged about the crap beer community, as well as she remembers a couple local Kansas city craft beer luminaries, one from Martin city. And then another that was lost way too, way too early. Rodney Beagle of several different breweries about town. And we remember fondly, a certain cereal inspired beer that he created. So come back for part two of our conversation with Alana Gwinner from 113 KC in episode 41, where we talk about what's good about beer and just what's good about beer. Everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. 
If you've enjoyed today's episode, go out to the Hump Podcast website and sign up for our newsletter. Remember, you can catch us live on Facebook every Thursday, six-ish, if Chad and I've hit the button appropriately. Don't blame us. We're nearing old. And don't forget to rate us and leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Chad's personal favorite, Stitcher. All right, everybody. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.